let's take a look into the future of time has passed. Look over at the figure as I pull something out from my uh, bag and I go, I don't have time for this, but I do have time. And I take a sip from the potion. It's not a potion. It's a I go back. I want back! I'm just gonna, like, jump off of this stool that's sitting here, and I'm gonna try to leap into the pit. Until you said that, my plan was going to be hit the orange room figure with the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> Toda is going to reach out with a claw and grasp at him to hold on to him and basically slam the figure into the uh, hourglass. So you kind of reach out to it. You hear these these demonic, these devilish, these literally everything, these elvish, these gnomish voices begin to feel and bounce off the cave walls. Man, that was a rough fight. Jeez, wow. We look like we pulled it out there. Uh, it's been a pleasure playing with you guys. I'll see you season two. Yeah, yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed the beautiful summary and recap that uh, Waffles yeah, just put together. Just amazing. the whole, you know, t- just, tied it all up. That was good. What yeah. happened? All right, so look. <laughs> okay, are we ready? No, go ahead. Mentally, no. Right, I'm going to keep us in the same order we're in currently. This is going to be great. Let me start the music back. Eight turns of haste left, by the way. <laughs> uh, Glad we have keen weapons that can do absolutely nothing for us because our rolls are dog shit. I, know. I mean, if you rolled a natural 19, it would crit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have to keep track of that. If we killed them, they would die. <laughs> I've been keeping track, but it's been sad because I look at every dice roll and then go, it's not a 19. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Toda would have been there. You guys all feel yourselves very slowly dissipate in this orichalcum, as if when you were brought here, you feel yourselves just kind of fading away into dust, and then you feel yourselves forming back. Toda, as you begin looking around, you see a very familiar swamp. You see a lot of graves. You see a very large tree, and at the top of that tree held up by branches you see a very similar hourglass oh and as you form at the bottom of this map in front of the tree between you and the hourglass you see the green robe figure <laughs> what do you do as he gets a quick look around um he doesn't see any of the others does he he does not at all it seems like it is just you <laughs> And the green figure. Yeah, and the green robe figure. Toto will step forward um, 35 feet to be just in front of the figure. And he looks up at the hourglass in the tree and says, that doesn't belong there. And he's going to reach up with um, his hand and he's going to he's going to attempt to um, cast a spell at sixth level. Okay. On the hourglass. Alright, as you reach up and begin casting a spell, you watch the green robe figure reach up his 
glove and robe shimmers, and you get the sense he is doing the same thing he's done before. But cast your spell. Okay. Um, I don't exactly know the rules on counteracting, but I believe I believe it should just be like a general check with my spellcasting ability. So it's basically the same as a spell attack. It's the same as a spell attack against his spell DC if you're attempting to counteract his spell. I have it pulled up. So that is a 37. To counteract him? To dispel the effect that the hourglass produces. And that would also get a plus two for heroism if that's still available. The heroism is still available. 39, you go to dispel the the effect that the hourglass is making as you cast this dispel magic on it. You watch your magic begin to wash over it a little and you watch like this outer coating on it kind of shatter and the hourglass is still there you're still here but you get the sense that you dispelled something okay we'll take that in stride uh after that uh since toda has one action remaining um he is going to choke up on the staff and say all of you just need to just give it up and he's going to try and smack uh his staff against the head of the green rope figure okay give me that attack roll Toto with a staff attack. I'm ready. Beautiful natural four. Ugh. Natural four. We're keeping up how it's we actually were. 30, it's actually 34, but actually, no. I added heroism, so nope, still 32. <laughs> yep. You watch the rope figure bring its arm up, like part of its rope comes up, blocks your staff, and you watch the other glove come out from basically nowhere. It extends from its rope, as if it's just floating in midair, grabs onto you, and you feel a very similar effect of Dispel Magic begin to wash over you. But I rolled a natural two. Yes! Huzzah! You feel he was targeting your heroism, but you feel Leon's magic overtake his counteract. He clutches the uh, totem that was laid by his bed the two nights prior and just says, thank you, brother. I'm gonna get rid of him. You watch as for his final action, he reaches back, grabs a branch off Aster's tree, and makes a strike at you. Whoops your ass with a grave tree. <laughs> disrespect. Disrespect. Got beat by your uncle's arm. 36 to hit. That's <laughs> since I do not have any bonuses to my AC because of heroism, that is exactly what you need. Alright, you take 10 bludgeoning damage from this branch from Master's Tree. He's but a flesh wound. And basically as he as he smacks you like across the chest with this branch. What were you going to say? A similar effect of shattering happens and the uh, temporary hit points from the Hero's Feast, which are also a protection provided by uh, his brother, fade away. I'll bring up really quick, just because I just gave to you guys. I think you have resistance 10 to bludgeoning. I do have resistance 10 to bludgeoning. I forgot. I I, I was thinking about it because earlier you were saying that... uh, the other one was dealing slashing damage, so I was like, oh man, the one thing I don't have resistance to, but if this one does bludgeoning, then yes, I do have resistance to it. Yep. Everything but slashing and then like non-magical physical and stuff like that. So he hits you with this. It seems non-magical. He like hits you across the chest hard. You feel the impact. You take no damage. He just kind of like the stick breaks and the branch breaks in his hand. He just kind of looks at you. Oh, you shouldn't have did that. <laughs> at the end of both of your turns, I need a will saving throw. This sort of figure is just terrified. He's like, what? 
Oh. 49 with a nat 20. With plus two, so it's actually 51. I double crit succeed. <laughs> you hear a multitude of voices just ringing in your head throughout your body. Uh, nothing happens. We move to Doldrin. All right. Doldrin, as you begin to appear in this very dingy, dark basement that you have very often been in, been operated on. You kind of got trained from the DOW down here. You have been kind of, this is kind of where you were brought up. This is where you're trained. This is where you were known to become part of the DOW. Uh, you see the same three little training beds. You see rope laying on one of the beds to your left where they would tie up people who did not cooperate with them. You see the headmaster's desk in the back. You watch, or you see uh, just shelves and shelves of papers and potions to the right. The same old bookshelf that's always been there to the left. You see the grates in front of the bed that were put there to collect the blood of people. And in front of you, you see the purple robed figure standing between you and an hourglass in the middle of this dingy basement. <clears throat> I have a question. Okay. The hourglass, not here, but in the other place we were in. Did that... That seemed accessible, and I could see it, and it looked about as similarly sized as this one and all that fun stuff. It was much larger than this one, but it was accessible, and you could see it. It was probably about four times the size of this one, to be exact. This one's about this one's about person size, like six foot. Yeah, but to compare to me in my huge form, it, I was. It's only a little bigger than my huge form. Uh, yeah, I would say it's like twenty-five feet. Your huge form's probably like fifteen to twenty. So I kind of look over at the figure as I pull something out from my uh, bag and I go, I don't have time for this but I do have time and I take a sip from the potion it's not a potion, it's Orcal I go back, I want back okay so you pull out a vial of Orcalcum, drink it down and you're attempting to go back to the other time? Yeah yeah, I'm smashing granddaddy clock that's nutty, what the frick <laughs> didn't think about that one yeah I did not think about that one at all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and pull yourself onto the map here, just in case. And I need a... What roll? Very important fortitude saving throw. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. As you feel part of your body begin to dissipate into orichalcum, and the other part of your body think it's meant to be here. Half of Dolgen returns. Oh, God, no! Do you have a reroll of some use I do not... Uh, no. It's a 28, right? It's a 28 plus yes. 2 because uh, I'm going to reaction against it. It's a 30. Like everything else for that god, like peeps, it's DC 40. Uh, it's a natural Ooh. 3. Oh, DC what? 40? 40. 40. <sighs> okay. This is a critical failure. Crit failure. Yeah, I, yeah. I know yeah. how math works, Waffles. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see, should I roll it, or should I let Doldrin roll it? Uh, I'll no, roll don't, a don't 3d100. <laughs> let Doldrin roll it, it'll be fun. Yeah, how many how many d100 am I rolling? <laughs> how many, uh, like, eighths of his body return? Oh my god, I'm rolling again. I received a lifeline from Jim the Amazing Dim. Okay, okay, I, I'm down with that. You got it, you just got a hero point from chat. People, we stream this live on Twitch. You can use it. Please be kind. Oh, that's better. <laughs> with the hero point, or with a plus two, not a pass, but uh, wait, uh, but it is a uh, not a crit fail. Not a crit fail. Okay. 
Not a critical failure. Going to roll me 16d12. <laughs> oh, no. I... Uh, well, wow, that's 32d12. I'm going to roll real high here. Oh, my fucking God, yeah. Okay. Okay. I rolled really well for the most part. 85 plus 29 is... 114 plus 2 is 116. You take 116 negative damage. I don't. Oh, you have resistance I don't. to negative. I take 20 less because uh, of my form as well. So I take uh, 80 or 96. Wait, aren't you a negative, negative creature in this case? Oh, I am a negative creature. I, I take no you. damage. Okay. You take no what? damage, though. What? Oh my <laughs> god! Oh. <laughs> oh my you're god. welcome. You're welcome. I thought it was... Yeah, it's not damage resistance for negative. What? It's just... Yeah, I don't take any damage. Right. Yeah, because you, you took that... Uh, you turned into I your mean, final, my form final form and became basically the specter of death. All right. Oh my god, that is such That's a crazy fucking Because, because of character choices you've made up till now, you take zero damage. Holy shit! Uh, wow. With that, you don't. You feel like part of your body begin to get like pulled away, and your spectral form is able to keep them here. You're not able to leave, but you take zero damage. You don't get ripped apart, much like a corporeal creature would. And it's your turn. I take another sip. There's five sips per vial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He just holds up a finger and <laughs> says, like, my lesson. No. Listen, Give me I'm a fortitude saving throw. Lesson, okay. Goodness, what? Why do you guys roll natural ones or natural twenty? Like literally. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the duality of man. I Holy said I want to go back. You watch as this road figure like watches you, and your corport, your incorporeal self begins to get, for lack of better words, ripped apart, and you feel yourself leaving this whatever it is this plane is what we'll call it and very slowly forming back in the main room as we will switch to tanagal's turn uh, oh goodness tanagal as you are brought into this place you look around you see market stalls you see a couple of trees you see this cobblestone square that you have become very accustomed to you are looking around and you see these spiked wooden logs basically protruding out of this cobblestone square and you realize you're back at your fighting pit and in between you and the fighting pit as you see some sort of hourglass kind of protruding from the bottom center of it you see the blue robed figure okay blue interesting and blue up until now has been doing the the slow and such effects right mm-hmm where am I? I'm on the, the left, I came in on as the left. If you're like walking into the fighting square. I, I'm going to use my free, uh, my extra action to recall knowledge. Um, can I make, or make some sort of check? Can I make some sort of knowledge check on the t- hourglass in the middle currently and just try to see, is it something that I can utilize in any way? Or is there like, you know, just, I want to look it over. If there's any sort of effect or anything on it. I am going to roll an occultism check for you. Okay. Because there are multiple answers you can get here. You're kind of like peering over the fighting pit and you're, you're looking and you think you just have to destroy it. Destroy it to get to get back? Yeah. You remember the hourglass being in the center of the other place? 
and you assume that that something that has to do with time is what is keeping you here. Okay. So, as always, I have dubious knowledge, but I know that's rough. So, I'm still in my wild wind strike. I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm no longer slowed, right? Yeah, you're no longer slowed. Cool. So, I will go ahead and from where I am, go ahead and do a two action wild winds gust in a 60 foot line. That's Finally. a 42. Whew. Oh, and this is because it is still to strike the hooded figure. I believe I with my true target. I'll roll again just in case. 44. Ooh. Okay. And it's one attack for both, right? Correct. No, it's not actually. It's not. Okay. Um. So the the I wouldn't roll with advantage on the time thing, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. Doesn't 42. matter. Natural 13. <laughs> natural 15. Natural 13. You let out this line of wind coming out from your hand. You watch it clip the hooded figure who gets blown back like a foot. He takes the damage from it and you're able to clip like the top of the hourglass and you watch kind of the cap the glass crack and you watch as it very lightly begins leaking orichalcum into the air and you just watch like the colors around you begin to shift. The trees turn almost translucent. The market tents begin to turn like this purple. It's like on a bad drug trip. Okay. I'm going to run. I'm just going to completely... So, okay, that's one action. There are two actions. My free action. I'm going to run in, like, a circumference around this hooded figure. I'm just going to, like, jump off of this stool that's sitting here. And I'm going to try to leap into the pit. Okay. I will need an athletics check. Okay. For the jump. Yes, now my uh, speed is 50. I know there's like the whole long jump rules and everything on that. Yes. Yeah, so I did a 35 athletics. Okay. Kind of running around this tent, trying to get a good angle. You step off the stool. You feel it slip under your feet slightly. Mm-hmm. And these logs, these spiked logs, as you know, are pretty high, especially like they're probably like six foot off the ground. You're a good three, four foot from them. Uh, as you jump, you do take. I rolled Ben. You take two slashing damage as you like cut your leg on one of the spiked logs, but you land inside the pit. No problem. I do have 50 feet of fall that I'm not. Yeah, you, f- you feel like 20 feet. All right. Oh no, two, two points. I rolled badly. <laughs> First time for It's cool. You got like. me like plenty before. This is, this is a okay. Is this as far as I can get with that movement action? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Because you fall okay. prone, but then you can keep up for free. Okay. Um, so I also can uh, I can stride and step in one action because of my winding flow. Okay. I'm going to take a step forward. So am I now within five feet of the huge thing? Yes. All right. I'm going to try to like grab at the leaking orichalcum and like put my hand on it. Okay. For what purpose? To try to interact with the orichalcum at the same time as, like, just be in control of the leakage, really. <laughs> okay. Give me a occultism check. 38. Okay. You reach your hand up, and you're attempting to interact with this orichalcum, and it's much like the same exact thing Doldrin just did. And you were attempting to basically absorb this orichalcum into your body and ask yourself to be transported to a different place, and I need a fortitude saving throw. Goodbye. Okay. 
Oh wow, that's a natural too. I have I have one hero point left. Uh, sure. Let's Waffles, do it. Waffles, you already killed girlfriend on live uh, Twitch. <laughs> Been here before. <laughs> much better. Forty-one. Oh, okay. much better. Yes. Good job. A forty-one is a success. As we talked about before, what do we roll for Dalton? You want to roll sixteen d twelve? Do you crit succeed on a fortitude? Don't think so. When I roll a success on the fortitude saving throw, I get a critical success instead. Oh, oh shit! Okay. Then okay. You take, yes. you take no damage as you feel your body begin to slowly be ripped apart. Dolgen, high five. I don't and feel like those two back. halves of the sentence are like compatible. <laughs> 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 and you appear back in the center room as we move to Leon. Ooh, I'm looking forward oh, to nice. seeing how pretty it is. Leon. You begin to slowly appear at like in this cave that you're so used to. And as you do in front of you, you see this robe, this black robed figure. And behind you, you see the large like gap in a bridge that uh, many people almost died in. As I will pull you to your cave map. No, not this again. Please, no. <laughs> Imagine if the thing was still there. Hey, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> He's like, Come here, welcome back. Hey, <laughs> you never killed me. Let's go. Two for one special. Oh, yeah. So which one? Uh, where am I? Where do I pop in? You are on this side of the bridge, the left side of the broken bridge. You don't have to cross the broken bridge, thankfully. But Oh, okay. For a second, I was going to be. Okay. All right. I'm here. <laughs> Oof. But you're basic. Like, you appear cornered. Oh, so I don't have enough space to move past him here? He's pretty much taking up the whole... Uh, I mean, you can attempt to move past him if you want to. I'm just saying you can't move backwards. Like, many many people had the opportunity to move back. You cannot. Yeah, okay. At that, I'll look at the hooded figure uh, and as a free action say, Are you the Duke or are you L? You don't have to hide your face at this point. You hear, Consume. Hmm. Oh no! Uh, and this is like a weird, like demonic, monotonous voice of like. It is a very minus my bad voices. It is a very bassy, like reverberating voice. So it could it could be like slightly on the spectrum of demonic, but it's more just like, it, you feel it bouncing off cave walls, like just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Leon's gonna frown slightly, uh, and can he actually see the the hourglass from where he is, or is it like hidden by the curve of the? No, nah, you can see it. You can okay. see like a clip of it as well. say. In that case, he's gonna say, "You consume all you want, but I'm going to stop you." Uh, and he's just going to patiently cast heroism on himself. Uh, actually, no. What he's going to do is he's going to move in proximity where he can see the hourglass better uh, and then cast at seventh level dispel magic on the hourglass okay as you go to cast dispel magic you watch as this road figure kind of like opens up his arms and you just watch your magic begin to get sucked in to his like sleeves as he casts a counteract against you hug me so does he how does Uh, that work we've never actually a 45 against your spell dc that definitely works. That's definitely my spe- above my spell DC. That doesn't crit succeed, if that matters for anything. What level was your spell? Uh, seventh level. That was slightly unfortunate. You watch as you go to you raise your hand to cast a spell magic, and you watch as your magic just like 
get sucked up into this robed figure, and you get the sense he basically ate it. Seeing that, and he'll go, okay then, there are two ways to play this. Uh, and seeing that, he's just going to uh, circle around him, if I can. He's just yeah, going to be sure. like... Uh, and then he's going to, as part of that same movement, try to get as close to the uh, thing as possible. Okay. You're able to get right up to it. So what is, like, can I take an action? Is this identical to the large one? It is identical, but about one-fourth the size. Got it. Can I make a religion check on this thing? Do I also think that I just have to break it to escape, or, like, what do I yeah, think about this thing? Yeah, it's a recall knowledge, so it'll take an action, but you can definitely give me a religion check. Yes. So I, I use my free action to move, two actions to cast Dispel Magic that got eaten, and then the religion I'm gonna check. I'm going to roll it for you. Uh, okay. Do you, and you know my yeah religion. <laughs> I got I got this. everything written down. I'm prepared for once. Let's go. I don't like this confidence. <laughs> Let's take it down a notch. <laughs> As you approach it, you're kind of thinking over it from a religious standpoint. You get the sense that destroying it is an option. You could definitely get out of here by destroying it. You also get the sense that attempting to control it in a different way, like not the Oracalcum itself, but the hourglass is an option. You can turn time on your side. Everything on this thing rotates. That will be more of a puzzle check. You also get the sense that there is, though you think it would be hard, it's a risk reward thing for you, that there is a way to interact with this hourglass and the road figure at the same time and kind of cancel them out. Ooh. Do, do I what, get a do sense of how to even attempt that? or <laughs> You're not quite sure. Okay. You can feel, feel free to make whatever attempts or checks you want or more recall knowledges later if you want, but you you know that it's an option, but in this six seconds, you can't pin it down. Right, got it. Well, then I just keep an eye on the hooded figure. I'm, I'm out of turns. I'm done. Th that's all okay. for. Uh, I think I cast a spell. I moved and I did the recall knowledge. So that's that's four. All right. Then we go to Mikael. Woo! Mikael in the smallest room out of everyone. That is unfair. <laughs> uh, you appear. You have a door behind you. You're kind of cornered, too, I guess. So maybe Leon wasn't the absolute hardest. To your left is a vanity. To your right is a bookshelf. In front of you is a very, very familiar bed with a very familiar like stool and a reading book on it very often your sick father got read to you here so you appear in your father's bedroom the orange robed figure in between you and an hourglass in the middle of the bedroom as i'll pull you onto the map am i st i'm still a giant worm right yeah uh do i have any <laughs> way to communicate as a giant worm like i'm assuming i don't think so okay you can do the worm. You can scream. <laughs> Greg got some freaky fresh moves. <laughs> Screaming is communicating. It's just not with words. Could I ask you to pull out the worm token for me, please? You should be able to, but I'll do it. For oh, you. I didn't know you gave it to me. That's this is not the size it's supposed to be. Hold up. Oh. Yeah, I don't have control over no, it. That's, that's it's accurate. supposed to be bigger, right? It should be in your journal, dude. Uh, I can't fix no, it. I can't move it around, and I dude, don't see it in bro. the journal. I but. can't fix your life. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. Um, okay, so. Hey. I can fix your life. Like, Worm Mick just. <laughs> He's a miracle. You're a giant worm in your father's bedroom with the orange robe figure in between you and an hourglass. 
Wormick just kind of like stuff. screeches at the like orange figure, like attempting to communicate, like what do you want? But it's mostly just in your head. You hear? Yeah. Stay, join me. We can have everything together. Which roughly translates in worm language to I have things I must do and places to go. Um, and <laughs> Wormick <laughs> is going to just kind of slide around orange thing, just taking up like the whole entire room. And like Leon kind of got an idea of what the possible solutions are, Would what would I know and kind of make like a recall knowledge check to see what this thing is slash does slash how to end it. Yeah, give me an occultism check. I'm okay at those. I think. Good. Thirty-three. You're not rolling. Yeah, for you didn't him want to roll for him. One? Oh, my bad. Here, I'll roll for him, <laughs> and we'll pretend it's thirty-three counts. <laughs> Nobody look. <laughs> I'd like to hear a point. So whatever so you just rolled. Would you? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> oh my god. Right, as you slither up to this, you are looking it over. You get the sense that it is definitely some you know a lot about sub items and you know a lot about things that create things and you know a lot about like pieces of relics that are able to all give some sort of power to something that is what alchemy and everything that you've been working around is based on you are all about like reagents you want to make something out of many things you get the sense that this is one piece of that larger hourglass. Breaking it could weaken the larger hourglass. Harvesting it while not weakening the larger hourglass could definitely strengthen yourself. You also get the sense you don't think it would take you much being someone that is out of time. There is a way that you can interact with this hourglass and the orange road figure and basically cancel them out. And you think that would be an occultic check for you. Okay, then... I'm going to try and do that. Okay. They kind of slither. You kind of like wrap around this orange figure, take a bite into the hourglass, and I need an occultism check. <laughs> Until you said that, my plan was going to be hit the orange room figure with the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm down. I'm down with that too. You bite the you bite the hourglass, and you like bring it up and then try to side whack this orange robed figure with this hourglass alright and I'm going for the occultism big money 36 okay Ooh. Okay. you hit him in the side with the hourglass you watch him you've seen these robed figures get attacked it's, it's nothing big you watch him go flying <laughs> I'm talking like into the into the side of the wall here and he hits the side of the wall doesn't fall to his knees or anything but you can tell while mechanically you don't think it would like hurt his life points, you can tell that this thing has some effect on him. And probably one more of those, like something very similar to that check you just made, would do the trick. Okay, and so that was, I moved, I recall knowledge checked, and then I did that. Um, so I will then, can I hit him with it from where I am? Do you have a reach? Yeah, 10 feet. Yes. Okay, then I will attempt to finish the job. 39 yes goodness gracious all right Die. you take this you take this orc alchem hourglass and you slam it into him slamming him into the wall and you just kind of you shatter this orc alchem hourglass over him and you watch as the orc alchem begins to spread begins to kind of like eat up his robe 
and you find yourself back in the center room. And as you do, the orange-robed figure is not there. Tanigal, you feel your spite what? begin to return to your hand since he had it. Yes! Hey! Yes, yes, yes! Uh, I rolled a nat 20 on your hidden check. Ooh. You wrote, what, what, I rolled a nat 20. 20 on his yeah. hidden check. <laughs> With how much you were describing, I'm like, man, I rolled <laughs> good. Also, yeah. the worm gets back a potion. Not that it can hold it, but it does receive oh, yeah, a potion back. You also get back a potion, Mick. In your pockets. In my, like, worm the flesh worm pocket. <laughs> oh, oh, he's got one of those. <laughs> I don't like that sentence. That's not what I meant. Kangaroo worm flesh pocket. All right, we're back in the main room. Are we where we were? You are exactly where you were, except for the people that aren't here. Uh, actually, I'm going to take a step back as a GM, make sure we get everything right. Leon. I need a will saving throw. Yeah, 37. If I succeed, I crit succeed. Trying to make sure that's what I made Toto roll. That is what I made Toto roll. Perfect. You don't succeed. Ooh, 40, 40. Wow, that was such a bad Ooh. roll. All right. You, you hear <laughs> you hear these voices just begin, an immense amount of voices just begin talking in your head. You hear, save me, like, come help me. Just everything that you want to respond to, you begin to hear in your head as you take 78 negative damage. Okay. You're, you're immune to negative damage, right? And it gives me no, like, sat- status penalties or anything like that? It does not. Don't be so negative, man. Not for just a failure. With that, it is going to be the blue guy's turn. He use, watches, he raises a glove up, looks at Tanagal, and Tanagal, I need a will saving throw. Bye-bye. Okay. That's a 35. You begin to feel this orichalcum again, reconstrict around your body. You become slowed one. This is, uh, that was a failure? Yep. Okay. When I, okay, it doesn't deal damage though, right? Nope. Let's see. What other, what other peeps got brought back here? The purple one. Purple one can't do nothing. Okay. I will say as all of you begin to come back here, you all see this hourglass begin to, while it was filling up with orichalcum, it kind of is now shimmering it is almost slightly translucent and you watch as it begins pouring down orichalcum it has completely filled up in the top and it is now pouring down orichalcum you do see slight cracks in the glass i uh, get the sense that's from the damage you were doing elsewhere and yeah that's what you get as we head back to toda may i do we get the sense we can break it uh you can give me a check on your turn when we no. get back yeah, Toda, it's your turn. I was gonna do it, and it's free for me. Good thinking. One, one, one quick question would be: Did Doldrin still have uh, actions available since he used, I think, two when he was there? Would he have one left? No, because I'm slowed. Yeah, he's perma slowed. Yeah, he's slowed two. Oh, because... that's right, he's slowed two. That's right. Toda is um, basically looking up at the hourglass and the one thing that doesn't belong here and he well the other thing that doesn't belong here and he's just gonna say gotta get you out of here and this isn't enough on its own so he touches the uh, uh, staff to his chest and it forms into armor around him as nature magic that just pulls from the surrounding area forms onto him and he transforms into a silver dragon just a huge big boy dragon. It is time oh, yeah. to go beast mode. Oh, yeah. You watch as you begin to form into this silver dragon. This green red figure raises its hand. 
it shimmers and you oh, get the no. sense he's done the same thing he has done very often. That's oh goodness. <laughs> Mr. Copycat. As he uh well, thinks about what he's doing, Tota is going to reach out with a claw and grasp at him to hold on to him, and then um basically how far away is the um hourglass? Probably about twenty feet. Well, what Toto wants to do is he wants to take the hooded figure and um, he'll want to fly up and basically slam the figure into the uh, hourglass, but that would be movement as opposed to uh, an attack. So I think we need to resolve the uh, grab first. Yeah, for sure. Give me that athletics check. Let's do it. Uh, This is going to be plus seven. So a 48. Okay. The athletics check itself succeeds. You grab him. And he growls as he uh, lifts up with his wings and flies toward the uh, hourglass. I'll get rid of you both at once. And just goes for a slam as uh, I assume this figure takes his turn and tries to turn into something. Uh, I mean, if you have the slam, go ahead and make it. Uh, I don't. That would be it's two actions to transform um, one to grab and then one to move up towards the thing. Okay. Then it does not take his turn. And he does nothing. What, what? So he will be heading back towards the hourglass when it's your turn. I need you to make me a will saving throw. You got this. He's grabbed. Yeah. He rolled a nat 20 <laughs> last time. 20. <laughs> oh my god. I'm invincible. <laughs> Leon's oh, energy is just oh, protecting no. you. You're just like, no. You rolled a nat 20 last time. All right. Doldrin, it's your turn back in the main room. Uh, Doldrin just completely, once once he's gotten here, he just looks around to kind of assess what's going on, and still in his uh, shadowy form is just going to slide right through Red, Red Road Boy, and just, he's going for the hourglass, because he's assuming, he's surprised to see some people back, but he knows not everybody's back, so he is smashing this thing. Okay, get me that out of tire. 41, uh... So 41 to hit. Alright. You slam down with your axe on it. Hit it with the 23 damage. You feel your axe, like, bounce off of it. Like, boom! Bounce off the glass. And you see a very, very small crack. Like, I'm talking, like, tiny. Probably didn't get all the way through the glass up here. You get the sense you did 3 damage. Then that's all I got. Because you've okay. slowed the hell out of me. You should have one more. No, That slow have... should have worn off. My... Oh, it wears off? Yeah, at the end of your turn, it wears off. Oh, okay. Then I do have another. Uh, so, yeah, I will go with attack number two for a... <laughs> God, we... All right. 30 da- uh, to hit. All right. You go to hit it, and you watch as these metal orbs begin spinning around it, and just at the perfect time, this metal orb catches your axe, and you ping off of it, missing the glass of the hourglass. <laughs> Tanical, it's your turn. Um, at the start of my turn, can I use my free recall knowledge action to look at the big orb? And I just want to understand it kind of similarly to the other one. And if the if attacking it will damage anybody that's in these alternate timelines or wherever they are. Yeah, give me an occultism check. That's a natural one that I can't re-roll, so never mind. <laughs> it's possible. Mm-hmm. So is everything else in the world. Is is that keying <laughs> off your dubious knowledge? 
so that was okay that was my free recall knowledge and then i run uh around the ridge dude and that's actually going to take two movements okay um and i i kind of skirt around him so that i don't invoke anything um give him a nice wide berth and i'm oh they gave me slowed so i'm i am slowed now right uh yes you are currently slowed it hasn't been the end of your turn yet so okay so then i will that's both actions and then i will use an attack oh i suppose actually i don't need to use two i forgot i'm in my wild wind stance so i can basically get to where i was and hit the orb sure yeah okay um so let's start with a pop pop now what i also didn't realize is the i'm silly the true target or whatever spell um that's an action to to invoke it basically on my turn so that's one action and can i does it have to be a can I, can I do it on the orb in this case? The true thing? Yeah, I can do it up to four people. So I'm going to do like the hooded figures around me. And then I'll, can I try to have one of them be the actual? Sure, yeah. Um, so let's wild wind strike. Let's start with the pop pop. Uno. Hey. Eos, that's a 36 and a 43. So we'll take the 43 for the first one. And then a one and a two and a 37 for the second one. You watch as uh, everything else misses. The 43 goes to hit and it hits. But you watch as your winds just kind of glance off of it. They go around it and you don't see the glass crack at all. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. As it takes zero damage. That's nice. That's nice. (laughs) That was one action, two action. And I have my third one. All right. Let's attack one more time. No. Okay. That's a 39. That is the third attack, though. So that was pretty nice. The third attack hits it as well. You watch it kind of. I can't dissipate over this and yeah you can't crack the glass and you get the sense you've never been the largest one hit damage dealer all right i'm gonna yell out i can't i can't get through to it make response just be careful it doesn't (laughs) just be careful it doesn't do anything to the ones that aren't back yet i just broke mine and took the oracalcum i shrug and then i turn towards mr rage (laughs) <laughs> that was a purple worm for wait you weren't capable of killing your hooded figure well perhaps the circumstances <laughs> were different where you were metagaming uh can you stop screeching uh Mick that's really hurting my ears <laughs> Leon it is your turn so with that information in hand I'm gonna look back to the the hooded figure of gluttony or who I assume to be the hooded figure and say uh, you know, I'm not only connected with Serenray, there's another place in the universe that has endless potential. Let's see how you like the Maelstrom, and I'm going to try to mess with this thing, asking for help from Yujizik and her endless library to blast this gluttony with enough power that hopefully he'll just choke on it. Okay. Is this a spell, I assume? No, I, I, I am doing the thing where I want to interact with the globe to, to cause him damage. Gotcha. Give me a religion check, then. I'm just worshipping Yejizik and asking for their help. Yeezy. 28. A 2. Uh, I'm going to re-roll that. Let's, let's re-roll that and say... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably good 28. <laughs> natural 1. 33. Hush better. you. <laughs> Mildly better. better. The natural 7. Better. You, like, reach your hand out and you begin to interact with this orichalcum orb. You get the sense as you're interacting with it. It's going to take a little bit. Uh, you probably like have to, like in the position you in, or 
in the position you are in, you can't reach your gods immediately, and you're not getting any feedback from them. You definitely feel your powers. Your powers are still connected. You definitely think it is a possibility. But with it as it is right now, it's going to take longer than you are currently giving it. So what does that mean in terms of mechanics? Continue to interact with it for more actions and more religion checks. You ba- you basically hit a, yes, you can do this, but you didn't do anything. Okay. Uh, can I do it again? Or, or is Go this for a... Th- uh, do, 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 do. Please do better. Much better. 45. Wow, that's much, better. much better. Yep. So you kind of reach out to it. You hear these these demonic, these devilish, these literally everything these elvish, these gnomish voices begin to feel and bounce off the cave walls and then all at one point you take your hand off the hourglass and point them towards the rope figure and you see you see all these voices in basically a very visible state these voices in a visible state go flying towards the rope figure and he attempts to like suck them up much like he did your spell and you just watch his robe explode into multiple pieces and you find yourself back in the center room huzzah the power of snakes compels you (laughs) (laughs) as we move to mikhail oh wait wait Wait, no i was free he's in the center room no no let me have to be in your bedroom get in your bedroom all right what bed. do you mean stay with you, sloth? Uh, yeah. Whoa, we just met. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, Mick is grounded and has to stay in his room. Um, can I do a similar check to Tanagal to see uh, what's funky dory with this hourglass and if we will be killing Toto by breaking it? Yeah, give me the Colson check. 39, hey. Nice. You're thinking it over and you definitely think that if you broke it while other people aren't here, there's a distinct possibility. You place it in your smart alchemical mind. You place it at like the 75-80% range. Hurting, trapping, or killing other people in the alternate realities. Okay. Uh, being incapable of speech, Mick screeches at Doldrin, then shakes his worm head. <laughs> and then points his worm head at, <laughs> at Wrath. And then we'll try to bite him. Alright, give me the bite. 39. Mm. That crit damage, what the fuck? Wow, <laughs> 120 crit damage. Well, it's not a crit. Oh, sad. Uh, this guy does not have minus one AC due to clumsy, therefore you don't hit. Because oh. he has 40 AC. AC. 40, no. Existence is pain when you're Mikhail. Doldrin, why'd you move? <laughs> um, you watch as your worm mouth like bites around him, and you just see like this quick pulse of orichalc on like expands your mouth and blows you backwards could i possibly re-roll that just one just to be sure because no you can roll you okay. can re-roll it if you want well really really quick though like do you have the all the pluses of your item and everything yeah, in there yeah i have plus 31 to hit <sighs> hey rolled a natural eight okay, yeah. yeah he rolled poorly and he still got oh, close come on 35 and I love it. Back, love ladies it. and gentlemen. I absolutely <laughs> love it. When Mick rolls hero points. I hate hero points. Uh, I'm going to take three more attacks with the rest of my actions. Um, this one's a minus two, 31. This one's a minus three, 29, 30. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Perfect. You watch Mick gets blown back from that first one. And he just begins snapping out in rage and doesn't really come close to the hooded figure after that. 
It's not so much a rage as a kind, um, forgiving, uh, wrath, not wrathful, like, flurry of attack. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. You watch as the green hooded figure is with Toda. Does nothing. Purple hooded figure does nothing. Red hooded figure begins to lash out at the worm. What I've been waiting on right here. 47. Oh, that just barely crits. Oof. Oof. All right, let's go. What's this guy's damage again? Really a lot. Why does he get to hit me, but I don't get to hit him? Right. Because you take 62 slashing damage. Oh, my goodness. That is immoral. He slashes out again at the worm beside him. He rolls a nat one. Woo. Nice. He slashes out again. Let's see. A natural 17. Plus 35 is 52. Minus 10 is 42. That's just oh a normal God. hit. Alright, for the normal hit, you take 22 slashing damage. Alright, purple worm mix looking decent. Like, uh, about half rough. Red F. He's uh, getting roughed up. This is a question before I forget. Um, can I use my like crystal thing to use like elixirs and stuff while I'm in worm form? Yes. Nice. Question mark. Yes, I'm gonna say yes. You watch as the nice. blue robed figure lifts his hand up. You see all the road figures' heads turn towards Mick, towards the purple worm, and the blue road figure's hand lifts up, and I need a will saving throw Mick. Bye-bye. Oh, I did not kill the orange one. I did not. It is bullshit. I did not. <laughs> Scrap! Oh, I knew that. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, good thing you used that hero point. I just wanted to do damage. <laughs> You didn't, and now you're dead. <laughs> this orichalcum begins forming around you, much like you've seen it form around other people, and it's attempting to restrict your movement. It begins to meld with parts of your body in a sort of, like, almost, let's say for sake of mechanics, petrification effect. Uh, you are currently slowed two. If you become slowed three, you will be petrified. All right, uh, good thing I recovered from the slowed condition at the end of my turn as a purple worm. By one. Or nope, I recover from the slow condition. Worm. I have the inexorable trait. Nice. Let's go. Nice. Let's go. You guys got all the answers because I trust me, I have not looked up any of these rules. Barso's got all the answers. <laughs> I'm just so smart. <laughs> well, me and the negative damage too. That's what I'm saying. The white robed figure begins to raise a glove, and you doldrin in your head. You hear, "You could have remade this world with me," and. All of you watch as this rift begins to break in the orichalcum, and you watch one very large, two very large claws come through. A head kind of duck itself through this brilliant purple kind of shining with a bright blue, almost veiny like blood look under it, and these wings come out behind the claws as literally the largest creature you've ever seen a bright purple and blue dragon breaks a rift through this orichalcum looks at doldrin and that's where we'll end the session i knew you were gonna do that no you don't (laughs) oh god oh my god i hate this game what what hate it